Hello and good morning. What a fine morning it is in this lovely grey sky. It's one of those grey skies where it's, um, back in the day, I'd have called it Mac Grey. And I don't mean as in a grey Mac, but Mac, M-A-C-C, short for Macclesfield. Um, <laughs> I don't know why... Whether it's something I coined, I doubt it. I'm sure we just, we up in Macclesfield would say, oh, it's, it's like matte grey, isn't it? In terms of that grey sky. And there's no distinct, I'm looking around, no distinction between clouds. It's not like, oh, there's some cloud there. The whole sky is just grey. It's like a one big grey blanket that's been sort of smothered over. Drizzle in the air. It's miserable. Um... So, that's, with that in mind, I'm walking up through the miserable drizzle on this glorious morning that is Wednesday the 13th of January, 2021. So we are mid-lockdown mid the third still, of course. There's a bit of that to go yet, isn't there? Um, yet I am out. I'm out as a free man. Walking up towards a shop which... I guess in the context of lockdown, I shouldn't be doing, as in, I went to the shop just yesterday, but I forgot some things, so I'm walking back up this morning. So, officially, I don't know, am I breaking any kind of law by not by going out a second time in two days? I don't think I am. You might say I'm being reckless. Who'd have thought there was a point just a year or so ago... Like simply walking up to your local shop for the second time in two days might be considered by some a little bit reckless. Mm. It's the, the world's gone crazy. It's just gone crazy. Uh, so I have no clear sense of what I might talk about right now. Um, as a dog walking, dog, there you go. That's a dog walking van has gone past. It's called K9 Adventures. See what they've done there, K9, the letter K and the number 9, which of course makes you think of Doctor Who, and also makes you think of Alan Partridge, who Rachel always claims bought the rights to K9. <laughs> I think there's somewhere in the canon of Partridge where he does indeed buy the rights to K9 in one of his moments. Um, not quite sure where that's where that's referred to, actually. If Rachel ever listens to this, she could let me know in which series, or if it's in a book, or one of the many writings of um, Partridge. So interestingly, that's two episodes in a row where Partridge happens to get mentioned with no particular intention to. Um, so I'm just going to go slightly. You know, I, can't, I was going to have to go a slightly longer walk, so I could talk for longer before I get to the shop. So maybe I shall. Well, another few minutes before I get to the shop and I shall pause and then continue the way back and probably leave it there. Uh, the reason why I, haven't, I can't do my usual, I'm just going to walk around a little bit and push the time barriers. That's not right, is it? The time barrier? The time... Anyway, it's currently about... Let me just check. The time sponsored by Apple is uh, 8.35 in the morning. Uh, enormous, this is interesting, isn't it? Of course, then this would normally be... Absolutely chockle with traffic along here. This is just a bit up through into Northwood. Um, but it would be a road where you're back sitting in traffic, as this time going up to the school. Um, yeah, it would be, and it's quiet. We've got a few other people walking along. Um, 
and at least one ahead, which is a father and a very um, young girl, so they look like they're heading to a school or a preschool or something of that nature. Must be a school. She looks very young, but she must be maybe in reception. Um, she looks like she's going to that particular private school. I don't know which school she's going to, does it really? But he must be a key worker. Because I believe it's only really key workers that would be having their children allowed into the schools. Um, so I think we're now at the very much at the height. I'm, I'm guessing it's the height. I mean, we won't get much worse of the of the pandemic now. <laughs> I thought we was out in March, April of last year, but it seemed to me particularly virulent strains doing the rounds. But at the same time, we do have vaccines also doing the rounds. So, um, yes, so what I'll say in a moment, I'll do a little bit more probably meandery rambling before I get to the point of maybe some of this podcast, which is teasing the topic of positive education. Because the meeting I have this morning, all online, of course, via Zoom on this occasion, is with somebody who, the phrase that comes into my head is a leading light in the context of positive education, particularly in the UK. Um, And the conversation with this particular person is, uh, well, I don't know why I'm being a bit alluding about it. I'm going to call her Fred. Not because it's a maiden name, it's her name, short for Frederica. Frederica Roberts is a leading light in positive education in the UK. I'm going to be speaking to her this morning because it's time we caught up. We've had a number of conversations in the past about a range of topics in relation to positive psychology, but I would say her bag is very much positive education. I'm hoping, uh, as part of this conversation, she will agree to be contribute to a so say a webinar stroke seminar or just a binar because it's a you know like a blog as a web blog a webinar could be a binar anyway um, we're doing hopefully doing one in february that around the theme of positive education um, and i will hope that frederica will contribute to that i think she's very well placed to um, she, yeah, that's my hope and intention. Uh, so I'm about to go into the shop I have come back up to go to. Um, so on the way back down to the house, another 10 minute walk back, I'll say a little bit more about positive education. Um, because that will become a bit of a theme maybe over this next year. Um, in relation to the centre for positive psychology, that would be one of its, you know, one of its theme. What's the word? One of its something. Ah, one of its areas in which it will give some attention to and support things and have developing and da 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 da. Because one could argue the map itself, the MSc in Applied Positive Psychology, is indeed a form of positive education. Though I would say much of the discourse in this area is about how you bring this approach into schools at various ages. So I shall, I shall wax lyrical about that a bit afterwards and see where it takes us um, under the heading of positive education. I'm now about to go into um, 
into the shop I want to go into, outside of which there's a sign saying quality, freshness, value. They could be describing this podcast. I shall pause and pick up after I come back out again. Will I be laden down with items that have high quality, very fresh and good value? Pausing for now. And we're back into part two. Um, having done the shop and now being laden down in a good way with primarily fruit, a little bit of veg that is of high quality, freshness, and you wouldn't believe the value. Um, <coughs> and partly we're just going there to, it's, it's a more local a shop, well, it, is a more, it is a local shop, but we do have a supermarket in the town which you often frequent, but it is, um, it's a supermarket, <laughs> I don't need to say any more than that, build shop in there. Uh, there's another one-stop type shop that used to be called one-stop shop, and it's now not, it's owned by, why am I being so cagey about what the bloody um, things are? The, the main supermarket is Waitrose, the little one-stop shop as it used to be is Tesco Express, so that's a very popular shop in terms of nipping in because it's open late into the evening for bits um uh but like saying current i think like you say like i say like we all say let's fall down no let's uh, like 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 i was saying i don't know whether or not one should be really just um keeping the well, i think one should be keeping the shopping to a minimum possibly getting delivered where possible but here we were just coming out getting stuff that we ideally wanted some fruit for breakfast so that's what I've gone out to collect, and I was quite willing to walk out in what I did. Well, originally the intention was to go on the bike, and now that it is raining, well, drizzling a little bit more heavily, it still will be drizzle or mizzle. Um, it's, I'm, I'm rather walking on the bike, basically. I would have been quicker on the bike, but for whatever reason, I couldn't be arsed. There we go, that was the main reason. Um... And at least on the bike, would be much more light to get back by nine o'clock for this first meeting. I have asked um, Fred if that is okay if we defer by 15 minutes. I was going to check my email, actually, to see if she'd respond to that's okay. As it stands, I would get back in time, but I wouldn't mind a bit of a breathing space to get a coffee or maybe have my breakfast. But I shall work round it. I'm flexible like that. Um, so I'm just doing this little bit, last bit now, about positive education for a few minutes. Maybe more about this in future episodes, because I suspect I will be thinking about it from time to time. Um, and also at the moment, for some reason, I haven't take off, take, taken off my mask after going into the shop. So the little microphone on the headset is inside the mask. So I'll be curious to know, anyway, listening what it sounds like on this part, you know, how any qualitative difference between this part and the part before, because on the walk up I didn't have my mask on. Um, don't know, it keeps my face warm at the moment, but it's a bit of a cold, wet, horrible day. Uh, right, positive education. Um, what is positive education? <laughs> I could point you to another podcast for that. Um, in fact, I will do. So, which I'll go, we'll, we'll say more about it here, but um, positive education, I'll just keep saying it, positive education, education that's positive. 
So in true academic style, we might want to explore what do we mean by positive and what do we mean by education? And in fact, that's a discussion picked up in a podcast. And I know the term podcast is being used in different ways, but in a, a recorded conversation, let's put it that way, a conversation I had with a colleague of mine, a friend and colleague, co-conspirator, um, who also happens to be a visiting professor in positive psychology, now affiliated with the Centre for Positive Psychology, that has been spoken into existence. In fact, he would be a, a founder member of that, and indeed would be a founder of the Master's Programme itself, the MAP. Oh! That's almost slip over. Um, and I want to say, I'm going I'm to use a phrase, I hope he will allow me to say this, and I'm sure he would, I'm sure he would encourage me to say this. I would say he's the co-founder of the MAP with my good self, so I'm going to be very clear to say the map is 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 Piers. Is, his name is Piers. Piers Worth. Um, his uh, the map was his baby, as it were. It was his idea, and you know, in fact, inspired by other map programs around the world. And there weren't that many. I think at the time, there was one other one in the UK. In fact, one other in the Europe. I think at a certain little little tiny little college called the University of East London, which is a very big university in the UK. In fact, I think its psychology department is possibly the largest in the UK. Could be wrong in terms of numbers of students. Um, so that's a large university, much bigger than Buckinghamshire New University. And no, I'd never heard of it either. Or you'll be hearing more about it. I, 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 believe you, me. Um, but Buck's New University... Increasingly will be referred to as Buckinghamshire New University, it's full title. Um, so Piers set up the map, it was his idea. I joined the university at a time when that course was not yet validated. It had begun that process and therefore I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use words that I'm sure if, if and when Piers listens to this, and I believe and hope he will, hello Piers, um, might say... Um, well, some of the story would be things like Piers was close to thinking, well, actually, you know, the validation process can sometimes be a little bit challenging, as it should be, one could say. And therefore, I think he was close to thinking, oh, well, not sure if it's, you know, he was motivated enough to keep going doing it. Uh, I think as I joined the university, you know, this um, with some degree of enthusiasm, let's say that, <laughs> was saying, oh, well, that's quite, you know, one of the reasons I kind of took the job at the university was I'd heard this master's course was being talked about and developed. So in the latter stages of that process, I contributed and then worked with peers in the initial years. So peers was always the course leader. And then some years after that, um, we shared the course leadership. I became co-course leaders. And now the current course leaders are two additional colleagues who over the years have, have added to the team. So the team is very much growing, as it would have done, as one would hope and expect, as are the numbers of students. Um, so the two course leaders now, are, we'll call them Genevieve and Kerry, for that's their names. More about those maybe another time. Maybe in due course, as sometimes I might do some interviews on this podcast, but that to me sounds like a little bit of uh, hard work. Um, maybe, maybe not. Maybe for a different podcast. Talking of different podcasts, that's why I came into this. Um, there is a, the, the friend and colleague and the visiting professor, Dr. Piers Worth, 
is the person with whom I'm having the recorded conversation over three parts. Um, and over the coming weeks, I will be transcribing that um, podcast, possibly for a particular paper, for a particular journal. So that may be something that will appear in print. Um, you can listen to those three podcasts because they are available online uh, at the website, which if you go to it, you'll discover it is now being badged as the website for the Centre for Positive Psychology. And it's being built and put together by said colleague earlier on, um, I'm going to say friend and colleague, Genevieve, uh, along with other colleagues, friends and colleagues, Kerry, Kerry Sims, uh, Genevieve Che and Kerry Sims, lots of name checks here, but the website address is pospsychbucks.com. So pos for positive, P-O-S, psych, P-S-Y-C-H, for psychology, and then bucks, B-U-C-K-S, short for Buckinghamshire, dot com. So that's the web domain, We ha- that's the web address th- that's there. Um, one would hope in time we will integrate some of that content into the university's um, website but that's always a bit of a challenge and we'll get there in the meantime some of the material we had available primarily if not solely for students uh, is now available on that website and there'll be somewhere on there linked to podcasts you will scroll down and you will find there's three in a row I want to say something like episodes 9, 10, 11 or maybe 10, 11, 12 that a positive education part one, part two, part three, cleverly titled. Uh, but in that, um, in those three episodes, we first explore well, what do we mean by positive in the context of positive education? What indeed do we mean by education? And then we kind of round it all off. So, um, because I haven't yet transcribed that, I'm not, I'm not in a position right now to say, well, here's, here's how we describe it there. Um, so I can say a couple of words just now, um, well more than a couple, because a couple of words would be positive education, but it's important to really explore, and I think I'm, at this stage I'm most interested in, because we all have an idea of what education is, you know, we can, we can unpack like that in detail and look at it in different ways. Um, I think, you know, given we are throwing in the word positive, such as we do with positive psychology, we need to be clear on, you know, how do we mean by positive education? What does that look like? And how do we define it? Um, and so maybe actually, because I'm nearing the house, I'm not going to continue at this point. I'm going to pause again. Um, and either leave it as a teaser. Um, now I think, well, I think I'll just pause again. We'll have a break and I'll come back. It may be now later this evening and maybe tomorrow. Um, but as far as you're concerned, it will be a few seconds' time in which I will, having reflected a little bit more on what is positive, what is education, um, finish this off. How's that for service? Okay, and with that in mind, I shall say bye-bye, end of part two. And so we're into part three, and we're back out again with a dog. Um, he didn't have a walk today. Well, he, that's not true. He's having his walk today now, but it's not the preferred walk because it's now 20 to 7 in the evening. Um, so therefore it's dark. So therefore I've taken him out at this kind of time. He's on the lead. It, he, I've been pulled along because he doesn't do the, lo- the loose leash walking. He still very much pulls. That didn't get work. That 
teaching them to walk through the pool. Um, so it means that, uh, because you can't take them anywhere off the lead, because it's too dark, come, come to a kind of golf course or walk through the woods or whatever it might be, it's walking round, um, well, up towards the shops. I don't know if I'm going to go in one yet. <gasps> Heaven forbid, go into a shop twice in one day. I am a fugitive. Um, and um, if I was to go in there, it would be to get dog food. Because that's one thing I omitted to get this morning. In my morning walk up to the fruit shop, which I wouldn't have had that in there. That's going to a different shop again. So, oh, pulling me. It's very frustrating, this. I think on that basis, Ziggy, you're pulling me too hard. I'm not going to get you any dog food. I might change my mind in a minute. What I'm going to try and do is round things off in terms of positive education. So we have a final part to that. I am walking back up near cars, so you may hear some background engines. It's always quite interesting, you know, during lockdown, there's still, you know, there are still things that, well, that's, that's just basically a bus you're hearing, but over there, that's a, they're probably doing, can they allowed to do takeaway at the moment? It's a bar restaurant, but it won't be open as a restaurant or a bar. Um, I'm not sure what the rules are regarding takeaways at the moment. Costa's always open with doing takeaway. Uh, but I'm walking up to near where the bus is waiting at traffic lights, hence you may be hearing a bit more background noise. Because that's, that's waiting at the traffic lights. Come on. Traffic lights. Then it's hear the engine running right past it now. So you can probably hear that next to me. Um, so I'm going to walk around the corner. Make a decision whether or not I want to get him dog food. And then be walking back. And during the course of that I will be talking a little bit more about positive education. Again as the bus goes past. Around the corner and away. The 3312 Rice Slip. Um, so I did have the phone call this morning, so I nudged it back to 9.15. We thought we'd be about half an hour. We actually spoke for probably about an hour and 20 minutes. So I'm hoping the delay was worth it, was sufficient, and she was absolutely great about it. Um, so very pleased to report back that um, Frederica, or Fred, is very happy to, very, very keen to... Um, very keen to take part in this positive education themed webinar but um, and maybe I'm going to muse a bit more on this idea of webinar actually because that's the term each time I, I hesitate with but maybe before I do that let's go back to the theme of positive education um, what I haven't done today <laughs> is um, what I haven't done today, sorry, I'm now going to the shop of whether or not I'm going to choose to go into this particular shop. It's the one-stop shop type thing. It's actually, um, I'll tell you what I can't, oh no, I can't. I thought I had a clip on here, which means I could clip them to a particular thing. I'd have to tie around a lamp. I'm going to, I'm going to choose not to get you, that's my decision, Ziggy. I'm not getting you any food. There is some food you're going to have when he gets home. And I can get up, go maybe up early again tomorrow morning and come up to get some dog food in the morning. Um, maybe an excuse to come out on the bike if it's not peeing with rain. So we're going to head back again, 10 minute walk back. So that will be the final part in which we're going to focus on positive education. Um, but what I haven't done today, I haven't gone back to the recordings that I mentioned in an earlier part 
which are the recordings with peers um, in which we do indeed unpack the terms positive and education. So we do that in some depth in those three separate podcasts. I think altogether they're about an hour and 45 minutes. Uh, although having said that, Piers talks a lot more slowly than I do. And it's mainly Piers talking. It's kind of me eliciting his wisdom um, in, through conversation. Um, so maybe before I go back to that, let me kind of... Well, you know, before we even get to that one, because I may well have another episode on this one where I'm musing on what's in that podcast... It's all very meta, um, which interesting is the name of somebody else that I've made contact with in relation to positive education, and we'll be speaking with her on Friday. Um, but positive education really is applying positive psychology ideas, the core of them, and, and have education very much uh, informed by those um, and built around them as opposed to, well, as opposed to not doing that, or even in current attempts to try to explore maybe well-being. If you can hear a bag rustling, you might be able to guess what I'm stopping to do. Given that I'm currently not walking along now, I've paused for a moment. Oh, Ziggy, go away without the lead. Fortunately, I'm not too far from a bin. That might give you another idea what I need to do as I bend down. And one swift pickup going to head over to a bin and then we're done. Uh, sorry that I have to give complete description of everything that's going through my mind. But then again, if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be recording this podcast and you wouldn't be listening to it. You'd be doing something else less boring instead. As per why don't you, back in the day. Um, so let's get rid of that. So... Yes, I mean, in terms of well-being, I think there are attempts, particularly in the current context, realising that remote learning and and the lockdown has a huge impact on mental health and well-being, to use those two two words, sets of words, uh, two phrases, one word, one's a phrase, whatever, Matthew, to hit on to the point. But I think very much mental health and well-being is still focusing on mental health issues, well-being being, are you kind of okay? Whereas positive psychology is, as much as possible, doing what it can to explore maybe what positive mental health looks like. And that's actually a phrase that one of the early theorists, actually, who predated positive psychology as a discipline, was keen to explore. What does it mean to, to flourish, to thrive, to do especially well in one's life? Is it about just doing okay, um, you know, coping, managing... Or is it something about how do you how do we use ideas within psychology to help us live the most purposeful, meaningful, enjoyable, um, exploring you know life should have been the word that finished those sent- that sentence uh, life with the most well one phrase was exploring those aspects of what makes life worth living I think it's one way it's been described I think another way of thinking about it is exploring what it means to live a life well lived and that is obviously a phrase you can unpack in different ways so one of what i'm really kind of now going back into some real core of what positive psychology is about and all the bits that stem out from that hence the center for positive psychology is about how we apply all these ideas and explore both scientifically and in other ways experientially i think it's really important um, ways in which we can live, each of us live 
our lives in the best way possible, most fulfilled, most meaningful, most enjoyable, whichever way you want to label it, if you need to label it. And it's having those ideas embedded within our approach to education. That is what I would say positive education is, in a nutshell. And then in practical terms, how you might do that, how you might bring these ideas into formal educational settings, i.e. schools primarily, higher education institutions like universities, colleges, anywhere that, but I think primarily schools. And I think that, you know, that traditionally that isn't the case. If anything, the way in which education is delivered, managed, handled, largely has, has a, for many people, has a negative impact on mental health and well-being through anxiety over exams or, um, you know, issues to do with, you know, could be social dynamic issues between children and friends and Again, all this idea of you know how it works in a school setting. Um, so there's an increasing shift towards exploring mental health and well-being and having that catered for, but not from a perspective that would be counted as what's called positive psychology. Um, so I'm just going to go around this way to give me a little bit longer before we get to the main road. Um, and so that really is what positive education is. But I'm, I'm now intrigued when I go back to um, the recordings with peers as I transcribe them, so that'll be over the coming days. So I've not had a chance to listen to any of it more today, and, and we'll talk more about it. But what it will be, I mean, given that then the intended date for the binar, webinar, so I'm going to come up to that one in a separate episode, um, is uh, the 24th of February, so a little over a month away. So between now and then, well, in fact, there's a, there's, a, there's a context in which I need to be transcribing that in the podcast probably by the end of January if I want to get it published in where I think it could get published. Anyway, um, so more on that another time when we'll unpack at least what those are saying. You know, we'll, we'll try to spend more time saying, well, what do you mean exactly by positive then? And in some ways, in, in part answer to that, it's because you're applying positive psychology to education and the way in which the positive education movement, again, we'll call it a movement, is taking shape is because it's been inspired and led by some of the key pioneering figures in positive psychology, largely in the United States, but not wholly. Uh, there is an international positive education network, which again I think is largely US-based, but it may not may you know. And in fact, that all this links us back to the person I mentioned this morning, Frederica, who whilst whilst is British and is currently based in Doncaster. Um, I believe, we didn't speak about it, but I believe she does have formal links as education, not correspondent, but an education person linked with IPA, which is the International Positive Psychology Association, which is largely US-based, but still it's international. And I believe also the International Positive Education Network. So she's quite a, I think as I said before, a kind of a, a leading figure um, in the context of positive education. So great to kind of have her on board really and, and involved in ways in which we can explore these over the coming months so more on that one um and yeah and in terms of education side of it it's about how we build it into our education systems um but more on that another time so that hopefully wraps up an introduction to positive education i don't know what else now if there's something else on here that i touched upon 
which um, which takes me away from positive education. I think that was still the main theme. I may have commented on walking into shops, walking a dog, picking up dog poo. <laughs> That's just my head. That's what goes round in my head. Welcome to it. This is my head. You're welcome to it. <sighs> and on that bombshell, I bid you good evening. Have a lovely one or day or whenever it is you're uh, you're doing this and. Yes, uh, practice some gratitude. What are you grateful for today? That's a little bit of positive psychology, that right there. Have a good one. Take care. And see you on the next time. Next time. Next one. Next one, even. Let's get some words out. I was going to say, see you on the next side. See you on the other side. See you on the flip side, as someone said to me today. There you go. See you on the flip side. That means on the next episode. Bye-bye.